We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome, everyone, to Center Stage. All things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. And we are still seeing a lot of shows happening, even during this new variant uh, for COVID. And we are excited to see some of them. A lot of precautions are going, protocols are changing. And so I encourage you to stay on top of that if you go see some of the shows. Now, this first guest that we have tonight, I'm excited about because a fun way to usher out a new year and ring in a new one is to see this show called Donna Summer, the musical at Fjordway. Now, I've been reading about this. I've seen some of the commercials. Well, artistic director Rod Cates is joining us with a look at the show and what's ahead in 2022 for the Ordway. Hey, Rod, how you doing? Good, Gerilyn. So nice to be with you again. Hey, it's great for us to be together, period. You know, when you say there's a show coming up, I get so excited. <laughs> you know, come on. I'm so grateful that this is happening. So tell us all about it. Yes, the, there's a show coming up. That's one of my favorite sentences in the world now. Um, so it's right. really great to know that. Um, yes, Broadway is back at the Ordway. Um, and our second show of the series starts on Tuesday night, December 28th. And it's called Summer the Donna Summer musical, which I think is kind of a hilarious title in the middle of winter. But who, I mean, actually, I think we both want the heat of summer and Donna Summer, so it works either way. On the website, it says that her songs broke every record. I knew that. But her story broke every barrier. Tell us more. Yeah, she was really, um, um, you know, she really broke the glass ceiling for a lot of um, performing pop artists, women pop artists in particular, Rihanna, uh, Whitney Houston, um, Beyonce. You know, we 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 think that there's a there's sort of a there's a level playing field now that really Donna Summer set. And you know, when I went to see the musical for the first time, I did you did you know we all know those great songs, right? Who didn't? Well, maybe some people didn't, but I'm guilty. I danced to Last Dance on the dance floor um, quite absolutely. A few times. Uh, right and love to love you baby and hot stuff and it just goes on and on and on and on but i really i'm i'm sort of embarrassed to say i didn't know much about her life and she had a really interesting life that started as a singer in a gospel choir and then she just had a meteoric rise i mean it's one of those great you know out of nowhere stories and what you learn is it really isn't out of nowhere it's it's a real tribute to her talent her her stamina and her determination to break through whatever barriers were there. And there were many, I mean, for women, for black women, um, the, in, in particular, I think, I think when we look back on it now, it's all that much more miraculous a story. Okay, so Rod, then how do we, um, 
how do we name who she is? In other words, is she a disco queen? Is she an R&B singer? Is she gospel singer? I mean, she can do all of that. What do people, how do they see her? Yeah, that's, you know, it's really true. I think with anybody who's really great and talented, they do sort of defy definition. Um, you know, she's all those things. And I think once you've seen the show, you will definitely, you will absolutely leave having had the fun. It ends with a mega mix of music um, that just brings you back. Um, but you'll also be enriched and entertained and enlightened and and surprised, I think, by all the different things that she accomplished. So she's she's really one of those people you can't pigeonhole into any one thing. She was she was really a she was a Renaissance woman that just wouldn't be kept down. She just she just kept achieving and became a kind of icon. Really, she's sort of a you know whatever people call her um, a disco diva um, or whatever. But she's really an icon, an American artist that is iconic. So how many are in the cast? Well, oh, boy, that's a great question. I think there's I, – I, that's such a good – you're so smart. You ask really great questions. Of course, I don't know the answer to that question, but I think it's like it's 25 or more. But, you know, one of the things that's really interesting is that the musical is very female forward, not surprisingly. It's about a famous woman. Um, and so you know how sometimes in an ensemble in a musical the, mm-hmm. the, the chorus players will play different parts, Right. Well, in this case, almost everyone in the cast is a woman, and they're, they play the men's parts, which isn't to say they're dressing up trying to fool you into that they're being men. They're in suits and jackets. It's sort of more symbolic than anything else, but it's really interesting to see a whole ensemble full of women on stage. Um, and this is the same team, actually, that created the musical Jersey Boys. Um, oh, and hey. And it's some of the same style. Um, some of the same amazing choreography. It's beautifully, it's just gorgeous to look at. It looks like a, well, for this time of year, a holiday present that you're just going to unwrap a blue and a blue and silver foil uh, package that you'll unwrap. It's quite beautiful. Um, so it's a it's a big big musical, um, and it's it's going to be hot. It's going to fill up the room, and it's going to be the. Per- I think it's the perfect. When we heard about this, that we could get this this week, I was like. Come on, Donna Summer, New Year's Eve. It doesn't get any better, right? I mean, they're, it's kind of perfect. <laughs> Do we have permission to get out in the audience and in the aisles and dance? Permission granted, and um, <laughs> I will be disappointed if you don't. <laughs> it's really, it's one of those shows where it's impossible not to. Um, it just will get you up off your feet. You know, her music is iconic, of course, but her style was iconic. You know, Um, she was smart. If you heard her in interviews, she knew exactly what Mm. she was doing, what she was trying to accomplish. She had a mission. Do you think she um, actually um, felt like she had accomplished that mission? I do. I mean, I think I think she felt accomplished. I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting to look back on someone's life. I'm sure there were things that were disappointments to her. But I think she, I think she registered her victories, um, and and she was she was one of those people that you know, like so many, she's so determined that whatever she did wasn't enough. She needed then to go on to the next level. You know, she also raised a family. She was deeply religious. Um, she's just fascinating. She's a really, really fascinating lady that was definitely not afraid to have fun. Uh, but there was a serious undercurrent of artistry beneath it that was driving it forward. So how do you um how are you getting permission to use her image in this particular piece? Oh well of course this entire musical was done with the cooperation um 
you know, that all of that. So we, this is a touring company, right? So we presented right. a touring company. It's pr- produced by a company out of New York. Uh, it was first done on Broadway, um, and it's very much an homage and a tribute to her. Um, right. So th- this is not this isn't any sort of sneaky, unauthorized musical uh, biography. This is very much done, um, you know, w- as a tribute and a salute and an homage to who she was. I really hope people will go and see the work that the Ordway does. I have been blown away by seeing some of the pieces. Okay, forgive me for not remembering the the full title of this. Was something about paint my wagon or something? Paint your um, wagon, right? Right. Paint your wagon. That was one of the pieces. I was blown away by it. And you know, I want people to know that the Ordway is doing exceptional work, right? Um, and this particular piece is is going to be the one that's going to help bring some joy into the room. <laughs> Because you're gonna get to party down a little bit. And well, so... thank you. I, it's so nice of you to say that. You know, it's a we we present one of the great things about Broadway as a brand is it's by definition eclectic, right? So you know, you should always go thinking you're going to be a little surprised. It's not like you're going to see the same thing over and over again. And and the the Broadway at the Ordway series is unique in the sense that we do shows like Paint Your Wagon, which we produce ourselves, but then we also produce national tours. Um, and that gives us the option to sort of present a wide array of things and also feature local artists. So you, it's always a little bit of a surprise. You never know quite what you're going to see. Okay, so, Rod, I have to say this. It's amazing when people come here from all over, especially those Broadway touring shows, and they'll say to people, um, uh, musicians and artists, you know, that go to the, the after party or something like that, they go, you know what we learned? We learned that you guys are awesome. You have so much great talent in this city, and we really do. Um, when people come here, and you guys have put on so many great pieces on your own with local talent. Um, have you been hearing from people that have... Um, heard about this piece or uh, because they've all arrived now it hasn't opened yet do i have that right no no right they don't they will be um they're in another city tonight uh and they will be driving in trucks and buses um tomorrow and they arrive at the theater late monday night and then a miraculous thing happens where these semi trucks pull up out, outside the ordway and they unload the lights and the sound and everything and in 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 a matter of hours the stage is completely transformed um, that is something, by the way, what you're mentioning about the, the talent in the or, or in the Twin Cities is something that we are well-known for and getting more and more well-known for. Uh, my favorite story about that is when I first came to the Ordway, my first day at work was in auditions with a New York director and a London choreographer. And, and in, in that day, people walked in, and they were both just gobsmacked, said, you know, they felt like they had to pinch themselves to remind themselves they weren't in New York or London because <laughs> everybody that came in that day was so talented. It's, it's really a tribute to the support that arts get and theater in particular. And, and also just, you know, this is, a, this is a town that loves to go to the theater. Um, That's and right. There's really no better place to see it. I see theater all over the world, and I'm telling you, the Ordway is one of the most comfortable, beautiful places to see theater anywhere. I think this is one of those shows that, you know, parents should say to their, you know, 14-year-olds, you need to go see this show. You don't know this music like we know this music. Go see the show. Um, So I love that you're going to have people, hey, you know, dance in the aisles if you want to. Now let's talk a little bit about the COVID protocol. What do people need to know? So um, you can go on our website for the protocols. It's very smart to do that, but it's relatively simple. Um, so I, I mean, don't you, really if you're if you're curious, go and look. But you need proof of vaccination, um, which can be you know your vaccination card and or a COVID test. 
And if you if you don't have proof of vaccination, and you want to get a test, you should go to our website and learn a little bit about exactly what kind of test. So you make sure you have the right documentation and masks are required um, in the venue, uh, and except when you're actively eating or drinking. Um, this is consistent with theaters all across the country. Uh, this is exactly what happens on Broadway. Um, and it's terrific. It's it's a way that makes everybody feel safer and more comfortable. Um, and by the time the show starts, you've forgotten that you're wearing a mask. You're, you're, it's just a feast for your eyes and ears. Do you remember in 2020 how everyone had to social distance in the theater? It was a nightmare. Are you still considering that? Yeah, you know, that, that's interesting because social distancing in the theater, <laughs> those two things Impossible. just kind of don't go together, you know? That's like right. saying social distancing while you're slow dancing. I mean, it just there's just certain things that don't work. And, uh, right. or, and, and, and in the theater, you're part, you have to sit next to each other. So that's why we were dark for so long. Um, I think right. it was 18 months um, because wow. people just have to be next to each other in order for theater to work economically um, and also for the experience. I mean, part of the fun is you're there with a group of people. Um, and so it's nice that we have these safety protocols, which makes you feel safe and secure, that we can all get back into the place we love so much, the Ordway, and watching the things, plays and musicals that we love to watch. All right, if people want more information, just go to ordway.org slash events. Um, it's all about Donna Summer, uh, the musical at the Ordway. And by the way, Rod, um, I bought a sequin jumpsuit not long ago, red. <laughs> if you see my, look, if you see me in the aisles, honey, dancing, that's all Geraldine right there, right that there. Is, so. That is hilarious that you just said that because I was literally thinking as you said that that we should tell your audience that sequins are encouraged but not required. <laughs> Oh, it ought to be required. I tell you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. It sounds like it's really fun, and I hope people will come out. Um, all they have to do is go to ordway.org to, to get, get tickets. tickets. Yes. Um, you can also get tickets at the box offices at the theater if you want, but it's always just easier to do that online. And I can't wait to see you and all your listeners there, and thank you so much for having me on tonight. Rod Cates, thank you so much for joining us. Good <laughs> All right, he's the artistic director over at the Ordway. All right, we're going to take a little break and we'll be back with Rohan Preston in a moment. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I am so excited to have Rohan Preston join us tonight. We're going to talk about the year in theater, and oh my goodness, it has been quite the year. Rohan Preston, how are you, sir? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy holidays to you, by the way. Did you have a blast? Did you go someplace warm? I I am someplace warm. (laughs) Seriously? Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) It was in the upper 70s today here in South Florida. You had, oh my God, you just had to say it, didn't you? I forgive you. I forgive you. Let's say that. Okay, so Rohan Preston, a year in theater has been really something uh, since 2020, since this whole pandemic started. It's been this, you know, we've been in flux. We've been trying to figure out what to do. But it feels like we've kind of figured it out. Um, it doesn't always go the the way we want it to go, but don't you think we kind of figured it out? I think so, you know, and, and part of the thing that, you know, as, as we have COVID resurging again now is that we have a, we do have a sense like, okay, we, we know what to do and it's not necessarily going to shut everything down. Um, but, but, you know, it's still very, very serious. But we have, I mean, and we're, we're coping um, with uh, living in a sort of uh, almost an ongoing health emergency, you know. Yeah, and so we know that there are so many families that have their favorite theater pieces, right? Especially when it comes to the holidays. You get to, you know, bring all your family, the little ones, the tall ones, you know, and you really enjoy that tradition. Um, the theaters have really come up with some of the same pieces that they present every year um, during um, the holidays. But this year there have been some different ones, too, in your list. Tell me about them. Yeah, there there have been. There, there, there are two things I should say. One is, that the the things the types of shows that we've traditionally come to associate with the holidays, like something like a Christmas Carol at the Guthrie, took on greater meaning, and I, and almost everything became sort of a celebration of life and of living. So so that was um, you know like our number two on our list of of top ten shows this year, uh, and one of the another one was Annie, the number one. Uh, at the children's right. theater, um, because it's like, the hope, the uh, the celebration of life, the optimism, the, and of course, all of the artistry. We take that for granted. The brilliance of that artistry; those things made it um, made it great. So, so the, yeah. So the things that we may take for granted, or we may see as holiday shows, all of those took on greater and added meaning this year. You know. And we need that meaning. We need to connect with something that we are familiar with. And I, that's really helped me during this pandemic. First of all, family, love, you know, friends, all of that. But also the pieces, whether it's a good book or a good play, um, there are so many things that we say, I want to see that again. That's one of my favorites. So what was one of your favorites? I know you talked about Annie. Give me another one. Well, shockingly, I mean, it's not shocking, but Fiddler was fantastic. And it was at the Ordway. And uh, I just I love I love the whole community 
sort of coming together. And and it was interesting because the show is about people who believe they, who don't think that they have this great wealth. And they do in the culture that they, you know, it's a poor community. It's it's under stress, under attack, it's suppressed in Russia, uh, in Tsarist Russia. And yet it's able to carry all of this uh, rich history and rich culture as it's dispersed under pressure and all of that. So I think um, that kind of stress brings out sometimes the best, at least that is my hope, the best in us. I have to tell you, when I first moved here to Minnesota 44 years ago, I think, um, Fiddler on the Roof was one of the first pieces I saw at the World Theater. Remember now it's called the Fitzgerald? Oh, yeah. Um, were you yeah. around then? Yeah. I, 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 I was around, but I wasn't here. <laughs> I wasn't around, but I wasn't in Minnesota. But, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll just deal with that. And then, of course, Music Man was one of the ones that you mentioned at number four. The Comedy of Errors uh, at number five. That's 10,000 Things, artistic director Marcella Lorca, team with the dramaturg Joe Holcomb. Tell us a little bit about that. That show, again, it, they, they made a really judicious cut. They got to the essence of it, but they kept the poetry. They kept the humor. They kept the wit of that show. And, of course, it was really well-performed. It was excellently performed by a, a, a cast that included Sally Wingard and, and Katie Bradley, and it was just beautiful. Um, and I, I have to... I'm, I know I'm sounding like a fan um, because all of these shows that we listed are, were so uh, moving or engaging. Um, but, but, yeah, it, it comes to celebration, you know? Are we there? Uh-oh, I think I may have lost oh, I'm so you. sorry. No, no, no. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can yeah. you hear me? Okay, so sorry about that. Um, tell me what happens now in 2022. Are you already planning on what you're going to see? You already know what some of these seasons are going to be? Or are you hopeful that there are certain ones that you love that may make the list that's not Well, um, there are the lots today? of wonderful things happening in 20. Uh, first of all, the Walkers out there series is back uh, this year, and it's it, it promises interesting things in January. We have um, Penumbra Theaters, Lester Purry's coming back to do Thurgood, uh, the Thurgood Marshall play about the Supreme Court justice. Joe Dowling is getting back to the Guthrie for the first time in seven, eight years, and he's directing The Tempest. Um, wow. There's a lot of really interesting, um, beautiful work that's, uh, that's on tap. And, you know, we hope it all goes off well in that... Um, the challenges that we have with with this health emergency won't derail most or any of it. Um, but um, you know, there is there is a lot I'm, I'm that I'm looking forward to. That's what we all should be doing: looking forward, up and forward. That's my mantra. Thank you so much for joining us, Rohan. You know how I love it. And oh, by the way, when there is just one actor on the stage, like the what the Constitution means to me, wasn't it just one actor on the stage? Well, doing the one main piece? actor and and okay. and, and Thurgood at at, at um, coming up at Penumbra is also a solo show, um, which and, and I have something to say about that because people are like. We're thinking that perhaps um, the pandemic and all of this will mean that, you know, theaters will go small and shrink their ambitions and so on and so forth. But when you hire a big name actor or or an actor of such majesty as Lester Purry, 
you can expect great things. And I, and I think, I think, you know, companies are being very, very creative in how they approach that. Well done. Um, I'm so excited. What's coming. I'm looking forward to the future. So thanks so much for uh, joining us tonight, Rohan. And uh, don't just rub in the whole warm thing. Man. Don't do it. Don't make me get on a flight and come I'm, down there. I'm, Seriously. I'm back, I'm back in Dude. the cold. Soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> Take care of yourself and Happy New Year, okay? Uh, thank you. Happy New Year to you too. All right, that is our own Rohan Preston. If you want more information about his articles that he writes, um, just go to the Star Tribune slash Rohan Preston. That's R-O-H-A-N Preston. All right, we're going to take a break. And then coming up next, I love this group. They're called None Above. You've heard them here on the show over the last three or four years, and um, they are doing something pretty special, and I want to talk to you about it. Uh, that's coming up at 933. Stay tuned. I so love this family. They're called None Above, and they're considered, some people call them the next generation of Minneapolis sound. Now, the band's music could be described as positive, alternative pop. They have the skill to weave in and out of many different styles, and I just think they are quite amazing. Well, joining us, usually it's the four of them. If you don't know who the four are, we have Cadence on lead vocals and bass guitar. Maddie is on keyboards and vocal. Uh, Bennett is on lead guitar and vocals. And Wisdom, the youngest, is on drums and vocals as well. If you don't know who they are, I hope you will hear all of this tonight so that you know how they are working so hard to keep moving up and forward with their gifts. So, Cadence Nunn is joining us uh, to discuss the 2021 and the 2022 year and how things are going for them. Cadence, welcome back to, to Center Stage. It's great to hear your voice. Hi, Gerilyn. Hey, <laughs> nice to see you. Nice to hear you. Um, it's great yeah. to hear you. I think I met you when you were like 15 or 16. Yeah, I think, I think that's Remember about right. Remember from all of America? Yeah, and here you are now in college and doing all this stuff. Oh, my gosh, you guys have come a long way. So tell us what has been happening. I know you have the children's holiday or hospital holiday performance airing on your internal broadcasting network for another week or so. Tell us about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just want to real quick say we're actually all here. Um, yeah, me oh. and we are all here. Yeah. Oh, hey, now, fam. How y'all doing? <laughs> We're good. We're good. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, you guys yeah. sound so happy. Okay, so how has this, before you even answer that other question I asked, how has the pandemic affected you now that it's ever-changing? Oh, yes. Um, well, in terms of um, well, seeing people, it's, uh, at, uh, starting out, it was really difficult not being able to see our friends and even other family members, um, other holidays. It was rough last year. Um, yeah, I mean, school's been... School has been pretty interesting because we've gone in and out of having all asynchronous classes to being in person. So it's been really interesting with that. Um, but, you know, right now we're kind of getting into the swing of things, being that we're all vaccinated and um, we're able to have some more uh, in-person shows, which we're really excited about. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me about some of these shows, because you guys have done festivals. You've done all sorts of things since you started this. And I think you started when, oh, my gosh, Wisdom was, what, 13? 
And so you've come yeah. such a long way in playing the songs that you loved. I remember when I heard you at the Mall of America, you were doing all of these covers. Now you're writing great songs. Yeah. That song that we just played, I love that song. And here you are, you are constantly writing the songs. You are being heard by big artists. Tell me what that feels like going into 2022. Well, first of all, we are extremely excited um, for 2022. We have we're writing music continuously. Um, we're looking forward to being able to um, just push our our even our first album, season one, is out actually on iTunes, Spotify. Um, but yeah, so right now we're writing our second album, and um, we have um, all the songs written already, and we're in the process of uh, producing them right now. So, yeah. So, so what is that process like? You guys writing. Who starts out writing a song? Is it the same person Ooh. that starts each one? Yeah. I mean, we have we have uh, sort of like roles per, per member. So I do the oh, lyrics really? primarily. Um, <laughs> okay. Exactly. Maddie is a really big on theory. She's, she's honestly who we go to for all of that. Um, Bennett is the one that comes to us with all the guitar riffs and ideas. And then listen, he gives us the beats. <laughs> wow. all, it's all so, a collaborative effort. We all give our two cents on on all of our stuff. When you go back and listen to the very first song that you wrote, I think there was a video yeah. for it uh, that some of your buddies there were was. involved in at school, right? Um, can, when you yeah. look back at that, what do you think about where you are today? I think we've come an extremely... Uh, I think we've come extremely far. Uh, that first song is it's called Shooting Star. We shot the music right. video at Math and Science Academy. Um, it was <laughs> it was uh, a journey. It was it was a whole thing. Um, definitely looking back, I definitely see uh, a lot of progress. Our newest video um, is out. It, it was out in September. It's called Connection. Um, and if you look at that, you can see it on I YouTube. Love that song. If you look at Connection and Shooting Star, you will see a marked difference. You talking about connection, connection? That one? Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> Javid so and I talk good. about the songs. You guys can really write. You have grown so much. Now you are playing a date at the Dakota in January. Do you guys have that lockdown yet? We um, we we don't have the exact date locked down. Yeah. We just know that we have this opportunity to play there in January. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. We're planning to okay. go. As, yeah moment okay i can't wait you want me to come up and dance with you say no (laughs) say no i ain't playing say no (laughs) because that's not gonna happen (laughs) not gonna happen y'all no okay and then you're looking forward to the orways 2022 flint hill family festival you guys did that last year right yeah, we did. We did that. We were part of their virtual show last year because of obviously COVID. But this year they're having it in person. Um, so we're oh. really excited to do that show as well. Are you going to do it indoors at the Ordway or outdoors on the, you know, a lot of bands play outdoors as well. It's outdoors this year. Okay, awesome. So um, you guys have also been going through some stuff with COVID. How has it affected your ability to keep singing, keep working, to stay positive, to know that you're in the right direction? Wow, that is an excellent question. Um, I would say that, uh, I guess a big part of it is that since we all lived together, throughout COVID, we weren't lonely. I mean, we were able to still make music uh, and still have each other to lean on. So that was a really 
important part of it, I think. Okay, so knowing that you are constantly writing, you know, when you guys first started writing great songs, but now you are serious about it. You're being heard by different people who are in the industry. What is the one thing you hope will happen soon? Um, Soon, I would say, I hope, well, our dream is to tour at the end of the day. That's, I, I want to tour. <laughs> uh, I want our I I music to be heard by as many people as possible and, and impact as many people as possible. Um, but soon, I would say, we want our newest album to be picked up and, <laughs> and heard. <laughs> and heard. <laughs> right. And it's really, it's tough right now because so many people can't, you know, they they don't touch anything. They don't want to meet. But that's all going to go away. And I know that. I have faith that you guys yeah. will be in front of the right people to move up and forward. So, uh, Maddie, there is something about you that all of your siblings seriously kind of look to you and go, oh, yeah, okay, everybody stop talking. Let's listen to Maddie. Tell me yeah. how. No, seriously, but are there challenges for you in that role? Javita is kind of like that with us. Um, that's a big role in a family. Yeah. Is first of all, I am very blessed to be in that position. Like I have, um, like I've, I've worked really hard to like know what I'm talking about, and I I'm really lucky to um, work with people who are you know my friends and my family and that can take direction. It's not you know personal if there's something that needs to be fixed. It's great. Like it is challenging because you're looked at to know what to do next, but I I love it. You know, it's um, it's something when you're a singer or a performer or a writer, um, you can write the songs when you want to dance and shake your hips and get people out in the aisles dancing. But when you've lost <laughs> a loved one, you know, when you've lost a loved one and you want to to write something, all of a sudden you're hit with that song. And it may be sad at first, but, you know, later on you realize how beautiful it is and a way to honor a family member that left. Have you guys had to have those challenges just yet? Um, we haven't written any music pertaining to that, but it has definitely been challenging, um, just, you know, getting up and, and, and performing. So yes, definitely. I really hope you guys don't stop. I really, you know, if, is there, if there's anything I need to do, uh, to help, if there's anything I can do to help you out. Um, I think you know that we really love you guys and care about where you're going, how you're going, uh, because all of those really matter. If you are interested in, in, like you said, touring, are you talking about big tours? You want to do stadiums? Tell me where your head is. We want to tour, like, all the major venues of, like, the world, really, but, like, in Minnesota or just around places, like, we want to play at First Avenue. Um, we want to go... We want to go all over the place. I, you know, I'm blanking on like really big places that are like around here, but First Avenue is F1 for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I know that you can. I do said it, world first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how she corrected you? I love it. Yep, that's Javita all the way. All right, you guys. So, um, what is the next time we can see you perform live? Hmm. Ooh, we've got some stuff coming up. Well, honestly, if you want to see a show we just did. Um, you guys, y'all can look at our Christmas performance that we uh, recorded for Children's Hospital Association. And um, honestly, if you go to our Instagram bio link, 
at nunbub, N-U-N-N, above, no space, all caps. You can find that link and watch the entire show. It's about 40, 45 minutes. It's a holiday show. It's after Christmas, but it's still holidays, so exactly. you can enjoy that. Um, That's yeah, right. Yeah, and upcoming, yeah. Well, the next time to see us live, um, I believe we'll be at, yeah, the Dakota in January. Yeah, I'll be there. If, it, <laughs> if God willing, I will be there. Can't wait to see it. And of course, the website that you can find so much about them. They have swag, by the way. They've got, uh, you know, tops and you know hoodies and all sorts of uh, stuff. So if yes. people want to know where to go for your website, what is it? It's nunabove dot com. Yeah, you can find all of our, um, all of our uh, upcoming stuff, all of our uh, merch and whatnot at nunabove dot com. And Geraldine, uh, I just want to say, sorry, I, I'm really, we're really excited to see you and your sister Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you yeah, oh, bravo, <laughs> bravo, you guys! I can't wait to see you. Oh my gosh! Okay, so everyone should know that Javita and I are at um, the Crooners on Wednesday, this Wednesday, the 29th, and we are so excited, featuring Billy Steele and a smoking band. Okay, I'm gonna look for y'all for real. Seriously, sit close, okay? <laughs> sit close. I love you all, and just take care of yourself. Keep moving, even if things get a little slow or you're disappointed. Get rid of that and, and just say, "Oh no, the next thing is coming. It's okay. We're gonna be fine." Keep going. Amen. Thank you. I love you all. Tell mom and dad I say love hi. You you know, they're going to eventually be in the band. Y'all go try to, y'all be like, don't be in the band, dad. Mom, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they might be in the band, man. All right. Take care of yourselves. Love you all. Love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, that's none above. Again, if you don't know who they are, you heard that first song that um, we played. There's so much more. They are way more than you know. And I hope you'll get to know them as much as Javita and I have gotten to know them. Again, it's noneabove.com. We'll be back in a moment. That's a local singer and songwriter, Scott Zosel. And he's celebrating the new year with a date next Sunday in St. Paul to celebrate his 2021 release of tiny yellow room he's joining us now to talk about it hey scott how you be good how are you doing okay i'm doing all right man you must be pretty excited about this project yeah i am uh it, it started uh it started well over a year ago when uh, there was really no place to play live anymore <laughs> so i thought well right. you know better make a record do something like that you know that's what a lot well, of artists have been doing. You know, it's like, okay, I can't perform anywhere. I'll just keep writing. And so Tiny Yellow Room, why did you decide to call it that? Well, that's the title track on it. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of M- Emily Dickinson poetry. And one of the songs on it is kind of an imagined uh, experience between <laughs> Emily Dickinson meets up with Elliot Smith in, in the... Uh, in the afterlife, and they have a conversation. And Emily Dickinson was known for her yellow house in Amherst, New York, and and being sequestered in that room. So it was that's kind of what that was about. Um, so as you um, as you look at the songs and what order they would be in, like how many songs do you have so far on that album? I think that song that's ten on that one on that record. Okay, and what record is what album is this for you? Number? Uh, my third record. I did two others. Oh. 
but but not not quite as uh, focused as this one. Um, uh, when you're you know put, putting together records and you're trying to cobble money together to do them and stuff like that, they kind of come in different ways. And uh, the first record I did um, kind of came together over a couple of years with a producer who I uh, you know bartered some uh, bartered some work with. And the other one came with uh, a producer I worked with in a band I was in. So they all kind of come together. This is the first one I really was focused on and and, uh, had kind of a vision on for myself. So what does it feel like to have that album completed and out and about? I mean, are you doing this this event that's coming up um, to really show off the album? Are you going to do just the music from the album? No, I mean, I did a CD release. I did kind of a soft release party, uh, a soft CD release party in the this, this past fall with a with a local with some local musicians, local professionals, and I'm, I'm and I have stuff scheduled with them, but it's it's not gonna those aren't gonna happen until I mean I kind of got started late on on that, and so. Uh, most of the venues I'll be going to are booked out two or three months, so I'm probably looking at March before I can play with uh, the local professionals. Uh, uh, I play with uh, Dan Schwartz, Schwartz Nick yeah. Salisbury, and mm-hmm. Greg Chudy. That's what the, about that, Amy that Finch? Band. Is Amy and in the, it too? Pardon me? Is Amy in it too? Amy Finch? Uh, she she may be. Uh, she, she may be playing with that band. I'll the ensemble I'll be playing with uh, a week from tonight will be Amy Finch and Dan Schwartz. And we do a number of covers. Uh, Amy and I, she's a neighbor, and uh, she plays piano and, and sings fabulous harmonies together. So that's been fun. And we play with Dan. Dan, what I would call, like, uh, you know, a lap steel atmospheric guitar style playing, and it really, really adds a lot. And so pretty excited about that um well congratulations on getting it done this 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 um, pandemic has been very hard on writers but we find a way to write the songs i mean i've heard about you know tiny bathroom concerts and you know you name it we are very (laughs) you know we we find a way (laughs) yes i think that's sarah morris does what they call it uh toilet tunes or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like toilet concerts or something like that, man. I just, I fell out laughing because we find a way to make the music because we have to. That's the bottom line. And how many years have you been at it? Uh, I've been, I've been writing and performing uh, for about the last 10 years. Uh, I played in bands in in my 20s and early 30s in the 80s and then life kind of happened and, uh, And then I was just, you know, playing in church and and stuff like that. And then I uh, kind of got serious about writing and performing again uh, about ten years ago. And, okay. uh, and now and you are serious kind of about it. There's no doubt about it. You are serious what? about it. So now this is happening on Sunday, January second, from five to seven uh-huh. p.m. at Dubliner Pub. Is that correct? At the, at the Dubliner, yeah. Yeah, and it's a. It's a pretty cool place, and it's really committed to the music, and that's, uh, that's so I'm really excited to get to start playing there because I feel like once we get our feet on the ground there, we'll probably be able to play there pretty regularly. 
Well, I sure wish you well on this. The address is 2162 University Avenue in St. Paul. And you can go to his website. It's Scott, Z-O-S-E-L, music.com. It's a pleasure, Scott. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, very well. All right. Uh, Appreciate it very much. All right, you're welcome. All right, coming up next, we got things to just talk about, so stay tuned. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.